0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to be talking about how to reduce your anxiety once you realize that you actually really like somebody and you feel attached to the outcome. So this actually came up recently when I was in a coaching call with a woman, and she asked me the question, Amber, how do I not start feeling really anxious and pressured and worried once I actually start liking somebody? It's really easy to do the things that you're talking about when I don't like somebody, but when I actually feel like there's potential there, I start getting really anxious about the whole thing. So the first thing that I told her, which I believe I've kind of discussed on this podcast before, but I'll kind of summarize it here again, is that so often, especially as women, When we find one or two qualities that we really like in somebody, or we just feel a little bit of chemistry on the first few dates, we spend a lot of time in our imagination after that. So 90% of your feelings are created by this image that you've created of what your relationship could be like and what your next date is going to be like and what engagement ring he's going to buy you and like all of this stuff that you make up in your head based on the few things that you liked about him in the first few dates or even the first month of dating. And so sometimes it's really important to take a step back and realize that you don't know him very well. You've only hung out a few hours with him. If you've been on a few dates, like you couldn't possibly know him to the extent that you would feel sold on a relationship with him. And so that's the problem is when you're sold on a relationship with him through your imagination and not through the reality of how he's treating you and how you two are creating a relationship together, then you fall out of alignment because now you're over here sold on the relationship and he's still here on date two or date three, like in reality, and you fall out of alignment and the attraction goes with that. And so that was the first reminder is that pay attention to how much time you're spending in your imagination about this guy versus what's actually happening in the moment. And so the problem with this is that I know from personal experience, it feels really good to think about that. Like you create like a rom-com in your mind with this guy. And so it feels good when you're actually imagining those things. But the consequences are that you're not actually present In the moment as you're dating somebody, you're not really getting to know somebody and then you fall out of alignment with them and then the attraction goes with that. So all in all, it's better to create a real love story slowly in reality with this person than to create a fake one in your head and sell yourself on the idea of a relationship before he has. The second thing that I told her is to consider the idea of goalless dating Goalless dating means not being really attached to a specific outcome and not deeming one experience as worse than another. So sometimes when we're dating, we have a really strong idea of what the best experience would be to have and what the worst experience would be to have. And basically we think if it's not the best experience that we're already attached to, all other experiences are not helpful, we're not grateful for them, and they shouldn't have happened. But what if you didn't favor one experience over the other, and instead you just acknowledge them as different experiences? So, most of us, what we're doing in dating is we plant a seed. And we're like, be an oak tree, be an oak tree, be an oak tree, be an oak tree. And we're watering it and we're like, this better be an oak tree. I'm so done wasting my time. If this is not an oak tree, I'll be so pissed. And then it's a daisy. And you're like, what the hell? And you're like, so mad. (laughs) Or you're just disappointed. You're like, ugh, like that's not what I wanted at all. And... If you didn't come with that bias, like this has to be an oak tree or or else, you would actually just appreciate the daisy and then you'd get to work planning something new and you wouldn't think that was a bad experience or it's the wrong experience. You just think it was a different experience. And so I know that's kind of a simple metaphor, but sometimes we get really attached to the belief that we know what the best experience is that we could have. And it can be really helpful sometimes to come back down to earth and realize how limited our perspective is as a human being. Like I was reading a book called The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe. And I mean, I'm only like 20% through, but I can already see from the book that there's so many biases in our brain and filters and things that distort our uh, perception of things that our brains and our perceptions are really not very accurate at all, according to the book. But the point is, we can't possibly know the future. We can't possibly know which experiences are going to be the making of us or which experiences we need in preparation for a future experience or which experiences are going to teach us the most. And so we really need to stop judging certain dating experiences as bad or like they shouldn't have happened, maybe more or less pleasant. I understand that, but not like, this shouldn't have happened. And if it's not a relationship, it's a waste of time. Like that kind of attitude really doesn't support you. And so when you're dating somebody new and you're coming with that perspective, like this better be a relationship. And if it's not, I'm going to be really disappointed. It adds so much pressure and you start getting anxious because you're so attached to that outcome. So if you can start to open up and see that in the bigger picture This doesn't have to be the relationship. And if it's a different experience, you trust that it could be positive for your life anyways, you can start to release a lot of that anxiety. And now with all of this, of course, these are like metaphors and ideas to help you start to release that really tight grip you have on like your idea of what you think you need to make you happy or what is best for you. Um but I don't want to give the impression that you like never supposed to feel anxiety or nervousness or anticipation when you're dating somebody new, like that's very normal and it's okay. But I know for a lot of the people listening to this podcast, it's really interfering with your ability to enjoy dating. And so if it's getting to that point where you feel so anxious when you're dating people that you don't even want to date anymore because you just don't like that feeling or you find yourself sabotaging your dating experiences because your grip is so tight because you really feel like you need to make something happen externally for you to feel okay inside that's when it's really helpful to start to consider these ideas and slowly one by one start to melt away that fear and that like really strong gripping um, because that doesn't feel good to date with that grip. (laughs) Like this has to happen. That does not feel good at all. And one thing that I also just felt like I wanted to say on this episode today, which I was thinking about is like when I felt so anxiously attached in the past, I really didn't see a way out like I really thought that that would not go away and I'm very happy to say (laughs) that it really did go away and again to the extent that like of course like if I'm dating I'm still gonna feel nervous or um a little bit that like oh my god he hasn't texted me in eight hours like that will still be there, but not like this gripping thing, like this has to happen or my life is over kind of feeling, which is probably not what you're saying to yourself, but it's probably how you're feeling a lot of the times when you're dating. So I wanted to say in this podcast that it really can improve and to really be patient with yourself. And some of the ideas that you learn in this podcast, you're really going to resonate with, and they're, going to instantly make you feel better. Some of them you're going to have to wrestle with a little bit more. And some of them are just not going to resonate. And I don't want you to think that it's like a problem on your part. It's just like different things, different lessons resonate with different people. And if you're not feeling like you're getting that result yet, then it's not an insufficiency on your part. It's more an insufficiency on my delivery. And um, that's why I show show up here again and again so that I can give you more and see like just throw a bunch at you and see what sticks. And so I just want to say that because I know like in different phases of of my life I felt like I was reading so much self-help stuff and like podcasts and I'm like why does this area of my life still suck? <laughs> like why am I not improving or why am I still so unhappy in this area and Eventually, like you find things that like peel off the layers one by one with certain challenges. So I hope that this podcast is helping you do that. And one thing that I was actually considering doing on this podcast moving forward is taking um, some of the listeners of this podcast and coaching you um, for free if you let me record it and share it with the rest of the podcast audience And this would be, of course, completely anonymous and not on video or anything. It's just your voice and you don't have to say your name or anything like that. But I find that sometimes I'm in coaching sessions with people and I'm like, I wish I could just record this and share it because it's a very different experience when I'm in the moment talking to somebody and like responding to somebody versus sitting here alone in a room on a chair and just talking to like myself. And I feel very inspired when I'm in, like, I feel inspired when I do podcasts as well, but it doesn't flow as much as it does when I'm actually talking to a human being. So, um, I wanted to put that out there and kind of see your reaction and see if there might be some people who would be interested in that. And so if you are interested in that, you can check out the show notes and there's going to be something there. I haven't decided what, maybe a link or email or something for you to reach out and um, participate in that. And so now I wanted to give you a little update from my personal life because I was not podcasting for a few weeks. And the reason why I was not podcasting was actually because my boyfriend and I broke up And we were in a relationship for two and a half-ish years, and we were living together for like, I don't know, like one and a half years, I think we moved in after one year. So that was really, really, really challenging and like still going through it. I mean, it's only been a little bit more than a week, and I just moved out this last weekend. And so... It was a really hard time, and I kind of fell off the wagon with podcasting and didn't really feel (laughs) like it, to be honest. And I mean, if I could uh, go back, I would probably make more of an effort to stay consistent with the podcasting, but I also want to give myself some grace because that was really challenging. And I wish I could tell you more, but I also really respect him and we're still on very good terms and we were friends before we were in a relationship and i think that friendship still remains after our relationship ended so i don't want to reveal any personal information because like if i share the story of our breakup with you i'm also kind of sharing his story and that's not really fair so um yeah so i just but i did want to share that with you because i know that i get annoyed when My favorite podcasters are not posting. I'm like, Where the hell are you? Like, don't you think you owe me an explanation? That's really how I feel. So, I wanted to share that with you. And yeah, I will be planning on podcasting like normal once a week again. And I have still been feeling very inspired. I frequently get a lot of ideas and I just put them in my phone and then I record the podcast later. So, Um, but yeah, so I wanted to share that with you and that is all for today and I hope that you have an awesome day and if you want to talk with me, I will be on Instagram. I will see you there. Have a great day. Bye.